Welcome to Saturdays in the Spirit. As a local church, Frontier Church is committed to five spiritual practices that together form the way of Jesus. Scripture, solitude, Sabbath, self-denial, and the seasons. Saturdays in the Spirit exist to help us put solitude into practice, not just on Saturday nights, but Sundays through Saturdays. So think of this as your intro course to solitude. One note before we launch into prayer together. Last week, we dove into our first week in our new sermon series on Habakkuk, which is going to be a a total of a 10-week series. But the way that we're going to explore Habakkuk is going to be a little bit different than past sermon series. We're going to oscillate back and forth over these next 10 weeks by doing one exegetical sermon from Habakkuk, and we're going to follow those up with one topical sermon based on the previous week's sermon. So even though our Habakkuk sermon series is 10 weeks long, only five of those weeks will be spent explaining the text. The other five will be topical sermon series or topical sermons that explore huge questions in Habakkuk. Like for instance, last week we explored Habakkuk 1. Tomorrow morning we're going to explore the problem of evil, the will of God, and God using evil as a means to accomplish his ends, which is a huge question that I purposely did not cover in week one. So hopefully that makes sense because it's going to be a ride. So to launch us into prayer, I want to begin by drawing our attention back to Habakkuk chapter one. As we enter prayer tonight, don't feel like you need to offer God some amazing literary work that's worthy of your biography, right? Don't pressure yourself with that thought. Just begin by meditating on one verse from Habakkuk chapter 1. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help? And you will not hear. Just pray about that. Think about it. As you hold that simple prayer in your mind, explore it from several different angles. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear?
Why is it that God allows Habakkuk and the nation of Judah to be filled with violence, idolatry, sexual immorality, and suffering? And why is it that for Judah, the suffering is going to get even worse? God apparently is going to raise up the Chaldeans to discipline them. And so a modern way of thinking about these questions is to simply ask, if God is real, then why does suffering exist? Questions like these create atmospheres where Habakkuk's prayer becomes really, really, really helpful. Here's what Habakkuk goes on to pray in chapter 1. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear, or cry to you violence and you will not save? As you explore that question, if God is real, then why does suffering exist? Just let Habakkuk's prayer be the fuel for your prayer. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear? or cry to you violence, and you will not save. If God is real, why does suffering exist? 
And if you're praying along with us right now, I know that you have been the cause of suffering in the lives of other people. And you've also been the recipient of suffering in this world. And the odd thing about suffering is how the scriptures ultimately handle suffering and talk about it as a topic. No author in the scriptures pulls out a whiteboard and breaks down the problem of suffering like an objective math problem that can just be solved if the right amount of logic is applied to it. No. Instead, the authors of scriptures tend to do one of two things with our questions about suffering. First, they tend to remind us how God is sovereign over our suffering. And second, they tend to encourage us to use our suffering to glorify God. Paul in the New Testament teaches us to share our sufferings with one another. If you suffer, your suffering is not your own. It's designed by God to be shared with the church. And if you've ever been around somebody sharing their suffering with a church or a small group, then you have witnessed firsthand. You have witnessed how God uses suffering to build his church closer together. Or Habakkuk in the Old Testament uses his suffering as fuel that drives him to pray, which is ultimately going to bring him closer to God. Here's Habakkuk in chapter 1, verse 3. Why do you make me see iniquity? And why do you idly look at wrong? If you ask that question with honesty, with reverence towards God, with fear of God and trust towards God, that question can form your prayer life and be a holy prayer. Why do you make me see iniquity? And why do you idly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise.
If God is real, then why does suffering exist? And it's true that God doesn't solve the problem in the scriptures for us the same way that we solve math problems or science problems on a whiteboard. The way that God solves this problem is not primarily with logic or argumentation or the blunt force of reason. The way that God primarily solves this problem is by taking on flesh and suffering with us. He addresses the problem of suffering by experiencing suffering. That's the point of the gospel. Jesus suffered with us and Jesus suffered for us on the cross. So for Jesus, the question, if God is real, then why does suffering exist, doesn't keep Jesus up at night. Because he is God and he does suffer. So just let the Spirit of God right now in this moment show you how your suffering is ultimately supposed to draw you to the cross of Christ, strengthen your grip on the cross, and drive you to your knees before Jesus in faith. Heavenly Father, use our suffering, all of it, past, present, and future, Use our suffering to form faith in us at the deepest level of us spiritually.
Amen. Guys, Saturdays in the Spirit is our intro course to solitude, so I highly suggest that you keep praying after it ends. Guys, I I don't know, I just have this vision of our church on Sunday mornings as being this place where it's not just the pastors or the people who are paid to do it who pray for people. It's a place where the average church member comes on Sunday mornings with a word of encouragement for somebody, with a prayer for somebody, with a word from the Lord for somebody, and with the intention to build somebody up. Do that. Come tomorrow morning with the intention to build somebody up. And also, come prepared for an awesome sermon from Luke Snowden about God and suffering, where he takes the question head on, if God is real, then why does suffering exist? It's going to be a blast tomorrow. I love you guys, and I can't wait to worship Jesus with you tomorrow morning.